This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Looking back at it, I was like, you know, like, why did everything happen? Like, why did I go on the show? Why did it go poorly? Why didn't it go the way I hoped? Like, yeah. I, I would have loved to go on there, fell in love with him, lived happily ever after, but yeah. it was not that way. But I think it was more my past, like, telling me to, like, let go of that and, like, or, like, you know, finally stand up for myself and then I can go on with my life and mm-hmm. put that chapter away and grow into who I want to be. Hello, welcome back. It's Wednesday, black beans and rice. How are we doing, Nicole? What's up? We're doing good. I just got back from a little vacay with my boyfriend, my boyfriend's brother, and his girlfriend. So it was like a little yes. couples trip. So that was ski super. trip. I know ski trip, which I Miami honestly girl skiing. Can you guys imagine? No, I was honestly dreading it, like a little bit, like a month leading to the trip. I was like having nightmares thinking of me skiing because I just had a bad first experience skiing in like a blizzard and I kept on having these flashbacks like oh my god it's gonna be the end like or he's gonna like think I'm horrible and like just be super <laughs> yeah, like, embarrassed by me and his dust yeah, yeah exactly I was just like having yeah. this like yeah those but, are real fears because especially for like guys that are like super good at it and like, like want to go on the black diamonds but you're like no I could die like I, know, I, already, I don't know what I'm doing true. I already told him I don't like roller coasters so that was oh. actually like, a thing that shocked him and it was like He's like, we're going to work on that. I'm like, no, no, no. There's no, no working. No. This isn't a working That's set in kind stone. of deal. Yeah, yeah. You don't understand. Like, oh. you could solve, like, yeah. yeah anything. Did you wear, like, the um, – I always wear the wedgie or whatever it is, like, the little strap in the front of your skis that makes you, like, pizza. So that way your skis – No, I didn't wide. know about that. Yes. It's it's for little kids, but it's you can use it as an adult. <laughs> what? It's like a It's like a ski. I think so – well, I don't know what it's called, but it connects both – it's like a rubber. So you can put it on both ends of your skis. So that way, like, the problem is sometimes you'll, like – you'll go out and then you'll wipe out. So it keeps your skis either like in line or in a pizza. That's so funny. It's wonderful. Wow. That's how you learn when you're no, in I had no idea. No, that'd be really embarrassing school. maybe for me. <laughs> no, it's a lot embarrassing, it. but like yeah. it keeps you safe. Did you wear a helmet? Yeah, of course. No, I wore okay. like all the gear. I was okay. That was the best part. Like Adam, I'm like, can you put on my other gloves on top of the gloves? And I feel like yeah. a little kid because he's there like, okay, like grabbing my yeah. arm. And I'm like, okay, like get in it. Yeah. Get it's get like the, all about the fashion, but also being warm. Oh, and it's yeah. funny. It's like the perfect COVID activity because you literally are covered exactly. From head to toe yeah, and everyone has their mask suit. automatically. Like, so it was yeah. no big deal. It's genius because I, I was know. looking. I was like, "There's so many people there." I was like, "Oh, but you can't." Everyone do is that covered in a mask, and up. your nose—you can't even see people's noses. It's incredible. It's oh true. my god, we should all pick up skiing. It's true. No, it was it's amazing. Genius. I felt safe, and they also had less capacity though, so not mm. all the slopes were open. Like mm-hmm. it was like so. It was actually in the town was kind of dead, which was a little sad. Like the restaurants, there was no indoor dining. So we, yeah. uh, I felt super bad. Like we w- went to go pick up even sushi and the owner came up to us like, thank you for supporting uh, us. Like so sad. Shout out to I the know. restaurants. It's, it's so real. it's such a hard time for everyone right now, but especially for the restaurant yeah, industry. And New York just shut down indoor dining too Again, yesterday. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is literally the heart of New York. Like living there, mm-hmm. you, you just we lived for brunches. You lived for the indoor dining or just like the good food. And it was hard enough for New York restaurants before COVID. Because yeah. I, I remember I came back from The Bachelor and my two favorite restaurants that oh, were down gosh. the street that would order takeout from were closed. And this is like Sad. pre-COVID. I was like, what happened? Yeah, it's so hard. So it's left and right. They would shut down because the rent is so expensive. But then mm-hmm. you add the fact that they can't even be open. And then in the quiet. winter, how you can't do in- outdoor dining. You're not going to spend all this crazy. money on like heaters. On heaters? Yeah, no. But it's basically going to be indoors because if you send it to the street and you put a tent, that's, in- that's indoor basically. So. That's true. 
And they don't have uh, money for that or space in New York or room no. to do that. Yeah. So, uh, Insane. Uh, so hopefully, I mean, the, the, the Pfizer. Oh, the vaccine. The vaccine is uh, supposed to, it yeah, got approved. Next week. So mm-hmm. we're rolling that out. We'll see yeah, what happens that. Yeah, Florida got Thank some. God. There's a there's a light at the end of the tunnel, everyone. Hopefully. <laughs> I know. Hopefully. We're sending you some love. <laughs> For real. And, and I'm happy yeah. to support restaurants. So yeah, yes. DM us. I DM will me. absolutely support Miami, Ohio. <laughs> Little yeah. recommendations. I'm learning about the Ohio ones. I'm trying to find like the good, healthy ones, and I'm learning. So that's good. Yeah, I know. Um, Nick is so into DoorDash. 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 Like, I was never a DoorDash person or like an My mom is into DoorDash. Yeah, but it's so nice. Like the other day, I was like, I really want gummy bears. So I ordered DoorDash gummy bears. <laughs> I had to order like four packs to That's make it. That's true. You know, I should. Everyone's so into like Postmates and Uber Eats, but yeah, DoorDash I mean, it's expensive. Get talked about. I know it is expensive. DoorDash is so it has legit. To, yeah, you have to like. Yeah, you have to budget for that, but um, <laughs> it makes on the days where you can't leave the house or you're trying to quarantine, it really is because you're you can literally like the winter. Well, yeah, you can leave it on the door like step. They don't have to even yeah. hand it to you. Mm-hmm. They can just leave it. This true. is not an ad for DoorDash, but I'm. It's know, an ad for DoorDash. We're also open for it. <laughs> Yeah, so like if you want to reach out DoorDash, if you're listening, hit us up. Yeah, for real. Um, But we have a really awesome guest on today. She is from Peter's season of The Bachelor. And that season was, I think, one the one that changed Bachelor probably for the better. Because if we remember that season, there were all there was a lot of younger women and mm-hmm. Peter got a lot of backlash for his choices. Barb got a lot of backlash for Barb. her choices. Like just a lot of social media hate and things like that. Yeah, so I think that was out of control. It was out of control. So we get to hear it firsthand from McKenna and kind of what she went through and what she's learned. And it, it, you forget, like you, you remember the people and like what they went through on the season, but you don't really think about what the aftermath was necessarily for people or how they felt watching it back yeah Mm -hmm. watching it back and i know you and i had our own like experience with that and we still have days where it's like god social media is the worst but it's ups and downs but she's like pretty fresh from it still but she seems in like a much better place so we talk to her about a lot of good stuff so yeah i think listeners will be like surprised at some of the things she says because yeah. I was surprised. So yeah, it's a good one. because everything can look like really great and awesome from a news feed or from your Instagram feed yeah. or like what they show on you know the highlight reel. But it's like not. I mean, we all go through things. We all we all are going through things yeah. at one point or another. Mm-hmm. And just to have like a little bit more kindness, a little bit more empathy, a little bit more just like love. Yeah, for all, other human beings. Yes, definitely. It's very important. I think it's important. Mm-hmm. So enjoy this episode, guys. It's a really fun and deep one so here's mckenna <laughs> so welcome mckenna for having me i'm so excited to be here of course. yeah i said your name right right <laughs> yeah mckenna yeah i also just learned how to spell your name and i don't know i can't stop spelling it because every time i would try to look you up i'm like is it c is it a k what's happening but it's well, my life <laughs> <laughs> no one or like remember when the show was when we just got announced, everyone would say, like, my Kenna, my Kenna. And that's like, Kenna. oh, my gosh. <laughs> might be saying, and, or, like, some people don't even think my name is, like, McKenna. They just think it's Kenna. Like, they don't think the my sometimes goes. What? Which really? is so bizarre to me, but I just kind of, you just smile. And yeah, wave. you're, like, smile and wave. Like, Starbucks drinks? Like, no, they're never. Oh, right. God bless. <laughs> no, they call, I one time got one that said, like, Sylvania. And I'm like, my name is Sydney. So what did you hear? <laughs> but don't make yeah. it. What happens? Like, on purpose too to like spell your name. Yeah, just see how like messed up they can make it. For sure, I'm sure you get all kinds of versions. Yeah, beautiful name. Oh, welcome. <laughs> it's M Y K E N N A. If anyone wants to look her up, which she's also super cool because you have your one name Instagram. 
Oh, yeah. It's just Madonna. Like, like Madonna. Like Madonna. <laughs> charge that. Or charge for that. <laughs> did you – okay, I have to – no, did you pay someone to do no, that? No. Okay. Um, Courtney actually got me it. She did not. What a star. So because the account was like some private account that had no posts and mm-hmm. like 10 followers. So it was pretty easy to get. Um, mm-hmm. cool. You kind of have to like know someone to know, you know what I mean? That has In to Instagram? Get it, but – I'm happy I got it. Yeah, no, it's legit. But I was like, yeah, I'm like, my Madonna, my Fair. Yeah. yeah. Here, like, so McKenna and I actually have the same agent. So that's how oh, we like, no kind way. of know That's why you like know each other. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Courtney's great. But so welcome. We're really happy that you're here. Um, so basically, Nicole and I, we know your journey and your experience really well. And we always like to just hear it from your perspective of like, one, how did you end up on the show? Like, why did you apply? And what was your life before? And then kind of go into, obviously, your experience on the show. So pre-Bachelor, what was McKenna like? Um, I was, you know, just a normal 22-year-old girl, like super hopeless romantic, been a fan of the show forever. And that's kind of the reason why I applied because I felt like I could, you know, like it would work for me. And um, I mean, who wouldn't want to go on a show that's you know, glamorous and like the crazy dates and maybe walk away with someone that's like your person. And um, like I followed my grandparents' story. Like they got engaged on their first date. No oh way. Wait, I need to hear more about that story first. I tell everyone that story because like that's like the reason why I feel like I am like a hopeless romantic because uh. seeing them and how happy they were and were, were married for so many years um, and knowing after the first date, I was like, okay, well, this experience is so fast paced. I think this could work for me. It obviously didn't. Mm -hmm. Um, But like looking back at it, I feel like maybe I shouldn't have gone on the time I did, but I think everything kind of happens for a reason. And there's a reason why like things align. Yeah. How old were you when you applied? I was 22. Mm -hmm. That is young. And I'm like looking at like, you know, you're like, oh, I know, I guess it's going to work. But yeah, um, I feel like it's the right person. Your age shouldn't matter. Like Mm -hmm. I feel like when you meet the person, everything else will kind of fall into place. But Mm -hmm. He obviously wasn't, so it wasn't going to work. Yeah. And I just, it was a lot. <laughs> yeah. We can get into that yeah. for sure. Were you dating a lot before the show? Because you, um, I've had like show? one boyfriend beforehand, but I wasn't very, like, I'm not, I was never the type of girl like needed a boyfriend that needed to date to date to like get experience. Or I just wanted, if I was going to date someone, it was because like I saw a future with them. I wasn't going to waste my time. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of how I still see That's things. That's good. Yeah, you and I are very similar. I think all of us are very similar in Mm -hmm. that way too. Like I think mine was because I was – we both have like a dance background as well. So I I relate to you in a lot of ways. You're Um, focusing on on that. You're focusing on on training. You know, you don't have time for a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Like I never had time for a boyfriend in high school. Like, Oh, me either. I didn't even think of that. I was like into – Yeah. Yeah, I was just trying to get my – And in college. And being single (laughs) in college in those years is the best thing in the world. Like, you could mm-hmm. be dating and talking to guys, but being single and having the freedom to, like, to, like with your friends, too. Like, me, yeah. it's, like, my, like, best friends are everything. And I rather, like, enjoy my time in my, like, my early, in my 20s with them. Yeah, and course. walks in my life and we match and we align and everything works out perfectly. Then, you know, you go for that. Yeah. But I haven't matter. really met anyone that gave me that feeling that, like, I was, like, oh, I'm going to commit to you now. Like, I'm going to, like, not be looking anywhere else and searching yeah. for something. That's a good point because – that can happen when you're really young and then you kind of put your focus in that and you know it's right. But if 
it doesn't happen when you're really young. I think it's important or it worked out for me to really wait for the right person to actually show up and then me do me until that time. So I, I like that you're on that path as well. Um, and I know you, like, we all know that you wanted The Bachelor. So then when, what, what's your thought of what the show was going to be like? How was it once you actually ended up on the show? Was it the same? Was it different? Once you go on the show, it almost like ruins some things for you mm-hmm. because it's like, it's, you watch it as a show, you watch it as a fan and you're on it and you're like this, it's stressful. It's so yeah. stressful competing with like 30 beautiful, like accomplished, like women that, you know, usually you don't share a guy. Like if you mm-hmm. are like, maybe I wouldn't, I wouldn't share <laughs> other girls. Um, and like, I thought I was a pretty confident person, but then you go in that environment and you're like, well, I'm pretty insecure. Like mm-hmm. you don't, you know what I mean? You're seeing him connect with other people and you don't in understand. Camera. You're like, I have something great to bring to the table. Like, why isn't he like interested in me? Why mm-hmm. am I not getting a date rose? Like, why am I not getting a one-on-one? Oh. Um, and I think that was like the most frustrating part of me. And I think I like almost like self-sabotaged myself because mm-hmm. I got so in my head. I was like comparing and I wasn't allowing myself to be me mm-hmm. and like open myself up to him. But we also like didn't have any chemistry. And I feel like when you don't have that chemistry, it's really hard to grow a relationship with someone. Almost. Yeah. yeah, yeah, That's the thing too with The Bachelor. It's like if you had that instant connection and it was like love at first sight, then it can absolutely work and like you can really – Mm-hmm. fight for it but when it's like not fully there plus like you're in your head like I think no matter what you're going to get in your head when you're on that show in some capacity and to do it with all those extra factors is double as hard I believe no so. and then yeah you start meeting you start getting close to some of the girls and then you don't want to leave so then you have this mm-hmm. weird like yeah pool like you're kind of like wait I want to go to the next level with my friends like I kind of want to go yeah. to the next Where I was like very I'm a very open book like okay. I say what's on my mind and that almost hurt me in the end because you know you'd start opening up to a girl and then they'd be like they take it in the wrong way oh my god I know all about that use it against yeah. you like <laughs> that happened to me all the time I'm just being my, like, I have a very like, <laughs> outgoing personality and I think mm-hmm. it might be like my dance background too like always wanting to entertain people and I think when you on a show like that they're like oh she wants like she's fighting for that airtime and like, she's mm-hmm. trying to make it all about her and I was like if you just know me like this is just me 24 7 like I'm yeah. not trying else I'm not trying to get all this airtime and like it's it's true and I learned that too like being outspoken can either hurt you or be amazing you could be like <laughs> a funny character that they put you as like a fun villain kind of person or they like attack you because you're like oh she's honest you know you know what I mean like then you start getting questions from maybe like producers or friends like what do you think about this girl what do you think about Peter and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. they use your words against you so I learned <laughs> that being honest with sometimes no person too. like I know like you were pretty emotional too like it's just mm-hmm. it's a good thing like I'm proud of myself for being like emotional and just like laying it all out there but maybe mm-hmm. on a show like this exactly so like in retrospect I was like yeah maybe I should have like shut up shut up sometimes <laughs> I don't cry like that often. oh me either I don't cry anymore Sydney is like I, like we I always joke cry- around that she yeah. cries like more <laughs> That show, I think, opened up my emotions and it, like, shut Nicole's down. It's true. Literally. Literally. Yeah, it's tough. And you guys both had similar experiences. Nicole, for Mm -hmm. you on the season, it was Onyeka who you had the problems with. And then McKenna, for you, it seemed like it was Tammy for the most part. So how did that whole Mm -hmm. thing with Tammy start? Like, how did all that drama begin? What happened? (laughs) Um, 
I don't know. I feel like it's just like hard. Like some people aren't going to like you, you know? And mm-hmm. I, I guess maybe, I think maybe my personality just rubbed her in the wrong way and that's fine. You know, you're not going to like everyone. Like I don't, I'm not best friends with all the girls from the show. Like sometimes their personalities clash mm-hmm. and I think something bothered her about me, which was a little bit frustrating because I'm just being myself. And I tried to get to know her too. Like I took the time and she really didn't get to know me. Um, and I, I honestly think like when our two and two on one kind of went down, um, it was more, it wasn't me like getting mad at her. I think it was more so like emotions from my past kind of got brought up. Like, I feel like growing like a teenager, like I've always was the kind of the, the friend that got pushed around, like people talked down to in my friend group. And I think it was almost like years building up, like finally being able to stand up to someone and being like, mm-hmm. like, you can't just throw this judgment. Like you don't really know me. Like, you're not mm-hmm. giving the time and like, that's me. Like, I'm not going to change me. And I just think I was just emotional and I just like laid it up. Like I have no hard feelings towards her. Like we haven't spoken at all, but I hope she's doing well. And like, I never hated her. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it was more so like, it kind of gave me like flashbacks almost. And I was like, no, this is my mm-hmm. time to like finally stand up to someone that, you know, is tearing me down. Yeah. And, and that was like the hard part for me because I had never experienced that. It came from like an all girls school background. Like all my friends kind of love each other. I never had been in a situation where I had to stand up for myself in like a public arena, basically on national television. So all of that was such a first. And that made me emotional. Just the fact that I had to be put in this situation, like besides Onyeka, like I had no real feelings towards her or like, I didn't really know her at that point. It was like a couple of weeks in. You know, it's no? frustrating because you're trying to focus on a person. It's the guy there. Like that's 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 your main reason you're there, right? You're trying yeah. to grow. And I think I also was frustrated that I wasn't connecting in him, with him the way I hoped. And it was frustrating that I had to now deal with this instead of like trying to grow my relationship with him. I know. And then deep down inside, you kind of know, oh, damn, like this is like my end, like my demise. Like I already felt yeah. it. I remember those days. I was, like, quite, I was quite blindsided though when I. <laughs> got sent home like two hours later. I was like, Oh yeah, this is so pointless. Like I kind of saw it coming. The conversation was just like boring as usual. Like it, we just don't, we never connected, but I was almost like, it would have, I would have respected you more if you just like, let me go instead of like giving me this like energy and like, yeah. Uh, reassurance. That was weird because it was a two on one and then he sent Tammy home. So it seemed like, oh, I'm choosing your side, McKenna. And then he was like, anyways, you're going home as well. Just not right this second. That was super weird That's true. to me as well. Normally they, it would be like simultaneously, like you both would yeah. go home. I think it'd, it'd be more so of a date. Like it would have been like mm-hmm. usually two on ones and it like goes into kind of a date after and then you get a rose maybe or something. Yeah. Like the day of a rose ceremony. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's interesting. And you do bring up a good point too, because I always tell people, because they're always confused. I'm like, why is everyone so emotional? Why is everyone crying? Like, why do they care so much about this person or this fight or whatever? And I'm like, a lot of the emotions that you see, mm-hmm. yes, can be about The Bachelor or or like the whatever's happening. But most of it is coming from like a deeper, darker place where this is relating to another part of your life that it's bringing up. And that's what you're getting emotional about. That's exactly. why this mm-hmm. experience is so difficult and interesting and also like a way to you know, learn a lot about yourself because it brings, it kind of hits you in all those ways. And it just it's to like break down your walls and like push yourself outside of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um, which sometimes people don't want to do um, and talk about things they, you know, hold on so deeply. That's like a safe place almost. And like opening it up, it like opens up new dark past or whatever it mm-hmm. might be. And 
like, I think like looking back at it, I was like, you know, like, why did everything happen? Like, why did I go on the show? Why did it go poorly? Why didn't it go the way I hoped? Like yeah. I, I would have loved to like go on there, fell in love with him, lived happily ever after, but yeah. it was not that way. But I think it was more my past, like telling me to like, let go of that. And like, or like, you know, finally stand up for myself and then I can like go on with my life and mm-hmm. put that chapter away and like grow into who I want to be. Absolutely. And like I needed to, like, I've, have really taken this like last year and a half to like mature and grow and like just be a better person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the best part is that people forget, like the fans move on, like from those little catty fights, like you and Tammy, it's like a whole, it's like old news, which is good. It's like mm-hmm. nice that you don't have to even get reminded of that. Like, cause that wasn't probably the real you. And that's how I felt too. Like it's not who you are. Yeah. 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 Like she's awesome. Like she was super funny in the house and, um, but just sometimes your personalities don't work out. Yeah. I mean, naturally when you put 30 women in a house from all different backgrounds, all different jobs, all different ages, all going for one guy, it's going to get pretty interesting. So, I mean, it's a great recipe for TV. (laughs) Yeah. For TV essentially. That's why it's been on for so long. Yeah, exactly. So props. Who were your friends in the house? Like who did you get along with? Um, I spent a lot of time uh, with Hannah Ann, your roommates for like basically the whole, sh- whole show and then Kelsey and I were roommates. So we got close. Um, I talked to a couple girls like Maddie, Kelly, like mm-hmm. them. Yeah. She, she, um, but I'm more close to like just Ke- Kelsey now. Me and Kelly yeah. talk here. There. Me and Kelly were like, I liked Kelly more off the show. <laughs> like we just didn't like, I think it was just like competing. Yeah. But like coming off the show, she's been like been a great friend. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kelsey and I are probably the closest. Like I talked to her every day. It's interesting now because Kelly's with Peter. So that's like, how is Peter? <laughs> like, I know. So it's so weird to talk to Peter and be like, hey, what's up, dude? Yeah, yeah. It was super weird. Like, I haven't seen Colton that much after, but just like in general, it's not weird because we liked each other. It's just like weird to think about like we we were ever doing that yeah. with each other. And why you, know, you guys know trying. each other? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that's that's the part that's weird to me. But um, I was wondering too, because you guys had – I feel like your season was super – interesting and as far as the dynamic between the women went I felt like I don't I don't know if you can pinpoint like why this was it just felt like the friendships were not as like widespread and it wasn't as like happy-go-lucky for whatever reason do you know what that was I think it just um there definitely was clicks but I think that's pretty typical Mm -hmm. um I just kind of stayed connected to to the girls that I like connected with more so yeah um I don't think there's like anything it was like obviously hard to see like a lot like was very like girl drama, like stupid drama, which was I think annoying during the process. But yeah, that's just how it all went down, you know. Yeah, absolutely. The most girl drama part of it was definitely for me the woman tell all. Yeah, um, that day's the worst, and I will just say like from our from- experience and like any. Yeah, it's I spent long. I spent weeks <laughs> in the shower going over what I would have said or could have said like I literally was it was like traumatizing like that weekend after I wish I would have just like shut my mouth and didn't say anything it's true I felt like I got really attacked by a lot of girls Uh, Mm -hmm. it was but I mean I think you're also almost like fighting for airtime too like you exactly you have to realize that it's almost barely personal (laughs) it's it's, it's almost like another like but to get on paradise yeah but at least you yeah got to travel before COVID and before all other restrictions on the show kind of not really right. yeah i know i know you probably would have thrived. Canada, so i really do much can't really see anyone so it's tough sorry i froze but am i back yeah yeah, yeah. okay um 
Yeah, basically, I don't know what we were just talking about, but woman tell all. <laughs> no, paradise, how she missed out on paradise, like, because of... Yes, yes, and yes, I, yes. I'm actually really happy it didn't work out the way it did, because I feel like if I would have gone on, it just would have been another shit show for me. That's I feel true. like I just had to, like, just, like, figure myself out, because I feel like if I wouldn't have been ready for a relationship. I wouldn't have been ready to put myself back out there on TV. Like, I was just kind of, like, mm-hmm. really... Like, it was, like, pretty dark for me, like, after the show aired and, like, trying to figure out who I am. But, like, reading the comments online, you're like, is that who I am? Like, is that what they're saying? Is that who I am? Like, I just didn't know. I was so lost. Um, so I feel like if I did that, it would have just, like, hurt me in the end. Yeah. Um, so it was, like, go, a blessing in disguise. Almost. You go through that weird – I think it's, like, a month to two months after the show where you're like, where am I? What am I doing? What is my life? Like, what did I just do? What did I say? Like, there's so much – it's a lot that first like few weeks to a month after the show because mm-hmm. it's just you- I could even I could barely talk to my real friends at home like my family because yeah. they just didn't understand the experience. So that's why I even bonded so much with like Sydney, Tasha, like you, everyone because I felt like only you guys understood. You can actually talk to them about it because they were there, right? Yeah. So. And like under contract with you and stuff. Yeah. So I totally remember that time as well. But um, one thing that was really empowering, I think, and like great that they did on Your Woman Tell All was when Rachel came out and read all of those really awful DMs. Because I think that's a big side of the show that people like know exists, but they don't really understand how bad it was. Um, was that from when you came off the show where your DMs like really bad or like what was your, how were you received after Bachelor? Um, yeah, it was tough. I mean, a lot with um, my facial expressions and like the tongue, um, I got like Twitter was brutal. Um, was like accused of being on drugs and on coke, and just like told I was a disgusting human, and like um, DMs to like you know not be here anymore, and mm-hmm. just really dark. And you're just like, yeah. I was just putting myself out there, like like you put yourself in my shoes, like you know you like to, it's not easy. And, you know, I appreciated them doing that because there was so much that needed to be addressed, but I wish they almost did more because I feel like you can't just do that and say you did a good job and like Mm -hmm. supported us because like, where's the support like after, um, which I wish there was more of, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's like, I, I'm not really watching the season because I'm not like Tasha season. I'm not really ready to watch. I don't think I'll watch Matt's either. Um, but I did watch, um, Ben talk with Tasha and about that and it was really nice for him to have um the floor to talk about that and I'm happy that Bachelor allowed that um because you know mental health mental illness is a really good uh, conversation I think people mm-hmm. need to have um but I feel like you can't just like talk about it once like you need yeah. to keep it up because a lot of people oh, go on sure. like a reality show or something you know it's hard putting your you're like you're in a new world you're in a new life and people know your business people know who you are um they yeah. feel like they have the right to say whatever they want because what happened is the old bachelor there was no social media i mean like when we used to watch even in 2013 2014 like that was a different era it's gotten progressively worse like and i think by your season because ours was pretty bad like even tasha mm-hmm. sydney kerpa like all our friends were getting like the snake emoji like disgusting like just like a teams of people attacking the same yeah. groups of people. They like band together and go yeah, they band together groups per episode. Yeah. So I think by the time your season rolled around, it was at its it was peak bad. of like just that culture. It's really horrible. I just would, I hope that, you know, moving forward, they can support more 
Because I feel like that's what's missing the most. I feel like. And warning girls when they're applying, they don't tell you that. They, they tell you it's going to be amazing, the traveling, the friends. Yeah. 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 It's going to be so amazing. Like, I can make mm-hmm. money, so much money doing ads. It's going to be great. I can yeah. maybe date someone famous. It's like, I would take all it back for my mental health. Like, mm-hmm. if I could take away my anxiety, right. I could take away my depression, I would. Uh-huh. And that's the difference. Like you were 22, like Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Imagine the hate they get. Like I was thinking of that. Like just imagine their DMs because they're always constantly put in drama. But they are these, I these have, like, older like, I women. Have, like respect for people that do put themselves out there because it's not like it's not um, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I'm proud of myself for like going on as so young and like even push through but like I wouldn't recommend anyone that's like young and still trying to figure themselves out to go on I was 22 when I first applied and then the producer casting lady was like listen like you I wish you were 23 like I wish you were a little bit older so then I did listen to her but yeah you're bold you're brave but so many girls are your age also yeah but um yeah, I just hope like in the future they can give a little bit more support because I feel like that would be really helpful. And I hope that like someone like Ben, I hope he's doing good and I hope people are treating him kindly in his comments and DMs. And um, I just, I try to stay off social media and like read Twitter tweets and things like that. That's the best thing. Just stop forever. Ever. Me, like I've been a fan of the show for so long. Like I would never, ever, like there could have been people that maybe rubbed me the wrong way watching it, but I would never go to their DMs and like message them. Bizarre, I know. That's like it thing. just like, it blows my mind, but people have gotten so comfortable doing that mm-hmm. social yeah. media, you know? So, um, yeah, I talked about this with Julia Ray, who was on listen to your heart. And she made a point where it's like, I think people watch the bachelor passively and it's just like, Oh, like la la la. And they don't think about the fact that these are actually humans on the other side of this. And that these are yes, reality TV experiences, but our real experiences. And it's like, you're, you're putting yourself into this. And then, but the, the fact that you would take that and just like have the thoughts fine, but take the thoughts and then write them down and then send them to them. It's just like, I don't understand that what, what that's doing for the person or anyone. Um, so yeah, I totally agree that I hope that they add more support. I think they do a good job with like the, they have like the therapist and things like that, but they don't really tell you no. one, how to do this two now what to do with this social media space that you're in. Like, I think a lot of the problems too, is when you come off the show, you're like, what do I do now? Like, what, did, what was the point? Yeah. What do I do with all of this? Um, so yeah, I think it's a really interesting conversation and I hope that they do push further because I think they're starting to, and I think that they, they're realizing that they were kind of messing up on in that regard. And they're definitely showing strides on this season. I know you said didn't didn't really watch most of it, but they are showing more. So I hope that they continue to do that. They were like outdated. I think they they learned a lot from our season too. And I really hope that with Matt's season, um, the girls are okay and they get through it. And um, yeah, I feel like you need to show more like meaningful conversations. People can, it doesn't like, I guess it's a reality TV show and you need to have like the drama. You need to have this, like that's how it makes it so interesting and like watchable. You don't need to do it to everyone, you know, yeah. like people can be nice, like people can be, get along. There's a, I think there's a lot more younger girls on Mad season too. I was seeing that there's like really? some 21 year olds. So that's so great. That's annoying. It's like, uh, we also know it's like, they're more vulnerable and vulnerable then they're more, yeah. Very. Yeah, I know exactly. So then McKenna, would you, now that you've had a year and a half, would you think about going on paradise then this coming year? Um, I think it's a lot to think about. I think it just depends like where I'm at in 
five months whenever it starts to film again. Um, mm-hmm. But I have to tell you, yeah, it is amazing. It's like different because I had a horrible, horrible experience. I was just as traumatized. Like I was just as horrible, like emotionally distraught after drained. How could I put myself back on a show that hurt me so much? But then since you are now, like you have reflected all these months. Yeah, it's better. I've had like, it would almost be like you could be more year, mm-hmm. two years to film and I think it'd be nice that I've had this time to kind of like mature and grow and mm-hmm. like I'd be at the time to want to find a relationship and be in one. Um, but yeah, it just depends. Like I'm also not really watching any of the seasons, so I won't really know any of the guys, which I think is good because it's I feel better. like a lot of yeah, I didn't either. when I walked mm-hmm. into my season because I kind of like you check in mm-hmm. like, hey, what's Peter like? What's this? What's that? And yeah. like you get in your head. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'd rather just like go on the beach and like who do, I, who do I have an instant connection with? Yeah. Go with yeah. It's yeah. it's definitely different, but definitely mm-hmm. I think you're going into it with a better mental state because there I remember mm-hmm. nights where I was like crying all night long where I was like, this sucks. So like it, it, that that's going to happen too. But I think that you seem like in a much better place for that environment if you choose. But then you have to prepare that. for the haters again. It's like it never yeah. ends. The hater. Like it's really bad. I'll back out there. So it's just like it could go not right again. So yeah. it's just figuring that out. And it's also – I don't know how they're going to pick because, you know, you got mad. So many people. Or it's oh, usually yeah. just like, I mean, oh, you're right. happen and then you bring in other people. But now it's like you have this season, this season, that back to teacher season and probably another bachelorette season. So it's like, you're right. You really got to think like, yeah, I wonder. It'll be interesting to see who they end up picking. But I think that'll be fun too. Cause then it could be like girls that you're not from your season. So it's not like all the same drama again on another season. It's like season are, are in relationships too. So don't, there's like oh. many. Yeah. Oh, cool. Who's are, who's yeah. dating now? Um, I know Leah's in a relationship. Um, Sydney, Kiara's in a relationship. There's quite a bit. Um, That's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy for them. I mean, if you can find a relationship out of this, yeah. <laughs> did they find like through The Bachelor, or did they just find it in their like regular lives? I think regular lives. Um, we love that for them. Yeah. <laughs> Nicole and I yeah, for we found regular life relationships. And yeah. it's, it's nice. So much better. Corona hasn't helped. Like COVID hasn't helped to date like you can't just like go out and like run into someone and was like hey it's exactly yeah um yeah it's hard and I feel like if people watch the show they might have an idea of who I am and it's like a really big turn on for me if they didn't watch the show and they just yes mm-hmm. <laughs> and they just go on YouTube and search if you want to get to know me first then we can yeah the YouTube clips and I can give you a rundown oh, <laughs> That's the thing, too, is, like, even if they didn't watch, the second they find that out, any date I've been on, they're like, okay, well, tell me everything. And then those are the kind of ones where you're like, oh, yeah. can we not talk about this? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you'll find you'll find a good one, hopefully. For sure. Maybe we'll see you on Paradise. We'll see. Um, what is your life now, like, post-show? What are you up to? Just trying to get by. I'm, I'm here, um, like, in Vancouver area. Um, just spending time with my family, trying to – really just use the this year to just like get back to like my old routine and like who I am and like what makes me happy. So I feel like it was, it was such an adjustment after the show. And like, I think a lot of us had expectations of what the year was going to be like in February, you know, you're like, Oh, we're going to do all this. And yeah. we're coming up like this way, this yeah. way. But obviously COVID was like, Nope, not your year for that. So yeah. just been, you know, taking it day by day, figuring myself out, figure out what I want to do, you know, taking the whole, brand route and working with some cool brands which is awesome to do so what part of canada 
are you living? In? So I'm in um, like Vancouver, like BC, mm-hmm. so West Coast side. So mm-hmm. we were wondering this before the show because we were trying to do scheduling. Um, how does did you does Canada run on so like West normal Coast. times like West Coast East Coast? Is that same thing in Canada? I'm West Coast, so I'm Pacific time. Okay, um, so it is the same, but you're yeah, yeah. but it's like earlier for you. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like almost eleven, I guess. I was like, I don't know if they use like a metric system. I don't know. <laughs> like Celsius, we use. Like it was so weird living in the house with girls. So I'm like, what's that? I don't know what Fahrenheit is. I don't know. Yeah, or like you were the token Canadian. There's always like one every season, and you true. were the token. Usually, don't do more than two. I feel like um, yeah. there was another girl who was gonna be on. Um, it was Canadian from my area. She actually lives pretty close to me. Who she met up after the show. But um, I guess her paperwork didn't come, go through because we have to do mm. stuff for her paperwork. Yeah, I guess you have to do like a visa and stuff for the show. So that means, I mean, you're pretty special then in that because like that's extra work for a Bachelor to do just to get you on the show. So I feel like that's like that's true. something that you should feel good about knowing that they like did all that. I, I went to a casting call randomly one day, um, drove to Seattle and did that. And there was no that's girls cool. from Seattle that made it on the show so I was like one of the 500 you know girls there that wasn't even from the area that made it on so it's pretty cool yeah that I happened to, to me casting too in New York yeah. and I was like mm-hmm. what am I doing did you go to open call Nicole yeah I did no because what happened is I applied and they told me to send the video and I never did typical I like freaked mm-hmm. out and I hated the video so I go never mind I don't want to do this anymore but then they called me like we don't care about your video just go to the <laughs> casting call and that's when I was like the only one I didn't want to send in anything I was just like I'm just randomly gonna I didn't apply or anything. I just randomly drove three hours to audition. And <laughs> that's, that's the best. Time, so it's pretty crazy how life works out. I know, for real. Um, one thing, too, I wanted to ask you about, because I remember you most as, like, your expressions, like, your emotions and all that stuff. But you also gave these really amazing, in the moment, like, ending speeches. <laughs> like, your final, like, interview for when you got sent home that week with Tammy. Where did that all come from? Was that like something that it just comes naturally to you or is it something that you, I don't know. And what is that about you? I'm a pretty like positive person. And I think that's just like me. Like, I just want to like help people kind of thing. And I, in that moment, I think when I finally stood up to someone and now getting sent home and it was just like such a crazy journey um, Mm -hmm. that I was like, I compared myself so much to the show. And so when I walked away, I was like actually proud of myself for getting this far, getting through it, being so young, you know, standing up to someone. And like, I was so hard on myself that I was like, I don't want to walk away from this, like being so mad at myself. Mm-hmm. And so on that last speech, like you're emotional, like, I can't believe this is happening. I was like, I'm going to pump myself up here because I did this. Like I never thought I was going to be able to do something like this. And I did it. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be proud of myself and I was, and that's why I, you know, I was like, you know, I'm powerful. I'm strong. Like I was like, I needed these affirmations to give to myself so I can remind myself that I am strong, that I am tough or whatever. And I can, I'm going to find someone amazing after this. And I was happy when I walked away, like it was hard. Like I called my family and I was like, I think you're going to be proud of me. Like I did this, like, Mm -hmm. but then to have that be shown and it take a totally different like root like um jimmy kimball did something on me and yeah, like, i watched that and that was difficult because i was like i was proud i was like i just grew so much grew when i had the strength and then to watch someone tear me down again 
And it was just like, I'm being myself. Like, that's just me. And like, even if you come on my social media, like, I just want to lift people up. I just want to tell them that they can do it, that they are amazing. Because I feel like a lot of times, like right now on social media and like our like mm-hmm. generation, like we're constantly comparing ourselves. We're constantly tearing ourselves down. And like, we all have something great to bring to the table. It's just, we got to believe in ourselves and go for it. And I hated that. I haven't really been able to watch that last interview because I've hated it for so long. But oh, yeah. Don't even watch it. But like, <laughs> I watched it recently because it was like a year, I think in October or something since I said it. And so I wanted to watch it. And I was like crying. So I was like, I remember that girl. Like I remember like how I felt in that moment. And like, I'm still proud of it. Like I, if I have a daughter one day. I'm like, I want her to watch that because like you should be proud of yourself and you should pump yourself up. Like, mm-hmm. Use all the affirmations. I don't give a crap. Like, just use yeah, it all. You should be. It was, I and thought like, it was great. Even though it's been, like, there was a lot of negatives. There's been a lot of great moments. Like, I would have girls DM me saying, like, you made me find my voice. Like, now I feel like I like can stand up for myself. Or I walked away from a relationship because he wasn't giving me what I wanted and what I deserved. Exactly. Um, That's what I've been getting. Who I am now. Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to be who I am. I dance it out here. I embarrass myself here. I own my expressions and like that's what makes me happy and that's why I continue to do what I need to do and um if it can help one person then you know you're doing a good job like that's the beauty of the show is like you now have a platform and if you can use it for good and help people then I think that's how it should be used no I agree when I went on paradise that's when I I did get some backlash for like leaving clay or like I don't know if you saw but I mean I kind of went through that girl empowerment moment where I was like, no, like he doesn't like me enough to see me in Miami or in the real world that I'm going to leave him. Like I deserve like someone who sees a future with me. So I remember like, I still to this day, people DM me from like over a year ago. They like DM me my post. Like I keep on sharing this. Like I haven't stopped sh- looking at this post. Like whenever I need encouragement, I look at it. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't oh, believe yeah. like it, you could really have that impact. So that is one of the amazing positives, I will say. Yeah, those are the moments that really matter is mm-hmm. when you like take all the extra stuff away. And then if you can just help, like like you said, one person or just show yourself, like be proud of yourself in general. I think that is something to focus on from the show instead of like all the other things. I think if you can really like pinpoint that, then you're doing something right. Uh, McKenna, what are you doing now for like your mental health? And like, how do you keep your positivity? Like what is, what is it a part of your daily routine that keeps you like in check? Um, I've gotten really into poetry. I journal a lot, get that fresh air. I spend a lot of time with my family and friends and they keep me grounded and they keep me um, looking forward to each day. I think it's good to have such a great su- support system after like, you know, mm-hmm. not only just uh, going on a show like this, but also just like this year or two, it's been, I think, yeah, hard yeah. for a lot of people on their mental health in different ways. And I think that's why I'm very open with it and having the conversation because I think there's always going to be like a stigma about like mental health, mental illness and it's hard to open up about it. And so if I can give someone like the floor and a voice to talk about it and not feel ashamed about it, I think that's good to do. Um, but yeah, I mean, I swipe both my mental health every day. It's like, it's tough. It's not easy. It's, you got to really pull yourself out of some dark situations sometimes, but I think that's what really makes you grow and be better and, you know, just show a bit more love and kindness to people because you really don't know what they're going through. I think. Yeah, I agree. Um, one last thing, if you could tell your pre-bachelor self or the girl going on that show, one thing, what would it be? Maybe like that that I'll get through this. I think that was the biggest thing. I was like so confused and so lost and hurt. And I really didn't think I was going to get past everything. I didn't Mm -hmm. think I was going to be able to push through certain moments that happened on the show or like watching it over and 
like I lost like 20 pounds when the show was airing. Like it was for me. Um, And so it's like, like, you're going to get through this. You're going to get better. You're going to get healthy and you're going to be happy again. Like Mm -hmm. good things are going to come. It's going to be pretty brutal, but you'll get through it. Yeah. And then uh, I like that you said that because, again, that's not what you think about when you watch the show is like all of the things and the lives that it affects and how it can be really great for some people and yeah. really not great for other people. Mm-hmm. But I remember yeah, that I'm feeling that you're on the other end of it. Yeah. So it's amazing how many girls have the similar story that I wouldn't know because I kind of briefly saw your season. Like I saw a lot of it and I would have never thought because I just, you know, you assume everyone's confident and beautiful and you just you look at them on Instagram and you think like, oh, she's got it. Like she's mm-hmm. handling it. The haters, haters gonna hate. Like we all can't be like even Cardi B breaks down. Like everyone, it affects all people. I don't, I don't even know how. Like you know, time celebrities like the the amount of hate they probably get, and they. Just- but it makes us made me feel better knowing, right? It makes you feel better knowing that like, this is not like just like a singular event. Like this is happening to everyone. Like they just have learned the Kardashians. Can you imagine? Like their DM, people God hate bless. them. They're very like, yeah. Can you imagine? And they can think about themselves. Oh, you know, on a reality show like every year. Mm-hmm. I'm like. Mad yeah. props to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is a lot for sure. McKenna, we always like to ask people this question too. Because oh, yeah. we're somewhat of a food related <laughs> podcast to keep it light. Um, if you were a type of food or a dish or whatever, what would you be? I don't know, maybe like French fries or something. Mm. What kind of dip would you enjoy with that? Oh, I feel like I'm pretty boring, just like That's ketchup it. or something. Or maybe like make it Canadian, make it a poutine dish or something. I love what poutine. Is that? What's a poutine? <laughs> what? What? So no. it's like French fries and like gravy, um, gravy with like cheese curds, and it just, yeah. it's just insane. It's insane. I went to Montreal with my um, French class in high school, <laughs> and whatever they took us to go have poutine. I make it out there to Quebec and Montreal. Yeah, that's what we want to do because it's yeah probably Amazing. the best out there. Yeah, but yum. I need to go. Wait, Nicole, if I were you, I would have taken Spanish in high school. Oh, I know. It's so crazy. I know. I know. I'm so dumb. That was the dumbest. That's why by senior year, I switched back to Spanish. Because obviously, I don't know. Like, like, all I know is like, like, un glas du vanille. Like, I would, all I know is how to order at a restaurant. That's all I remember from like my three years. That's all that matters. (laughs) Do do you speak French, McKenna? No. Okay. It was like certain, yeah, it was like the French. Um, I was horrible at it. I didn't have like a need or want to do it. I kind of like wish I did because it is a second language here, but Mm -hmm. unless you live in like Quebec. Quebec, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense. Um, Yeah, Nicole, you have any more questions for her before we let her go? No, oh my God. I think this has been really eye-opening. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I love that you can really relate to us because sometimes some people are so – they pretend that it wasn't that hard. You know what I mean? I'm glad you're able to be so vulnerable and real with us. It, with us. it is hard. It's, <laughs> it's really hard. You know, even yeah. this, you're going to, I know, if, I'm sorry, it brings back memories, like just talking about it. About it. I think it before, um, like I, I went on uh, Ashley and Ben's podcast a couple months ago with Kelsey and I like was bawling my eyes out on Ben's on their oh, podcast. It was so fresh still. Because, yeah, and he was like, oh, Paradise, you guys going on? And I was like, no. And they're like, I'm not watching the season. He was like, why aren't you watching the season? I was like, crying. I was like, it's oh. so hard. Like, But mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like every month I just kind of grow more and I can actually start having better conversation about it because I need to talk Absolutely. about it. Yeah, you'll get to that point where it's like, it doesn't affect you, but you can still talk about it. That's yeah, the best and if feeling. you need to talk to us, you can talk yes. to us because we we get it. <laughs> um, before you go, McKenna, can you tell everyone your your social media where they can find you? It's pretty easy because it's one name. Yeah, it's just my name. So M Y K E N N A. Amazing. 
I feel like that's TikTok, Instagram, yeah, everything. She's a good follow. It's a very entertaining time. And I feel like you really do. You're good at showing your personality on social media, which is hard to do. So props. That is hard. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being here. I know. Thank you so much. You're one of us now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and like get to know each other. I feel like I, I know, know literally anyone from Bachelor Nation. So this is fun. Yay. Yeah. Anytime. We'll have you back. All right. Yay. Well, love ya. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. 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 I didn't even realize. Yeah, really. she seems like super even more affected than I was. Yeah. Well, she was 22. So yeah, exactly. Like- That's too young. It is too young. young. Yeah. They, and it's not young to like find love, no, but it's it's too young to go through that process. No, it's insane. Yeah, yeah. Because if you think of your 22-year-old self, it's no, just like you've horrible. fresh eyes in the world and like you're not I mean, you're not jaded yet. I mean, everyone's gone through things, but like it's just a tough time because you're it's like adolescence essentially and you're really coming of age and you're like just trying to figure things out and then you're also being like mm-hmm. told what you are and like told how you're wrong from the horrible. And it's and really yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Too young. So we commend her for that because yeah. it's hard. It is not easy. And she seems like in a much better place. So I'm happy for her. So thanks, McKenna, for being here. We really, really appreciate you. And we're sending love. And if you guys could, please like, share, subscribe, review, share this episode with your friends, someone that needs it. And give us those five stars. We love yeah. you. We love you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>